With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply Hi, how's it going? My name is Pat McAfee, former ball kicker for the Indianapolis Colts and the West Virginia Mountaineers. You are listening to the Raspy Voice Kids, the greatest podcast on earth about two years from now, whenever the rest of the world finally catches on. I can feel your energy from two planets away. I got my drink, I got my music, I will share it, but today I'm getting straight on here, my vibe. This is Brandon Phoenix, aka I also hate Pitt. I am joined by Jeremy J. N. Phoenix. I'm in the building as well. We are now ready to do pop culture. Pop. So Jeremy, I want to read you a quick little blurb and tell me what you think about it when you hear this. Do it. Flushing a toilet can generate a cloud of aerosol droplets that rises nearly three feet. Those droplets, which could be laden with coronavirus particles, may linger in the air long enough to be inhaled by a shared toilet's next user. Disgusting. What do you mean what, what I think about that? <laughs> disgusting. Beyond disgusting. But you knew something was happening. You walk into the bathroom at work and the funk hits you before you even open the door. Yes. There's some kind of particle somewhere. <laughs> That's what I've always thought. But People I don't like but I, smell. But I don't no no. I don't do smells. The smell comes from particles. I agree. And I just don't like to think about it. I don't like to talk about it. I just I I'd rather be in ignorance than what you about to say. But go ahead. I don't do smells. I get sick off smells. Okay? I get to vomiting off smells personally. Isn't it funny though? You say you get to vomiting off of smells. It's yes. funny. You can have a smell of somebody cooking something and it smells so good. Yeah. And the exact same smell coming from the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because the idea, again, is particles. Back to particles. Now, the Go interesting ahead. thing is, of course, this is from a New York Times science, and they want to relate it to coronavirus, which obviously, evidently, if there's aerosol droplets, that's possible. But i got to be honest, I'm far more concerned with having poop in my lungs than coronavirus. I shouldn't say far more concerned, but my daily concern is poop particles in my lungs than I am coronavirus. I don't know what that makes me. I don't know what you want to say. No, 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 but seriously, seriously. When you sit down at a public restroom, do you put tissue down? Nope. 
then I don't want to hear it then. <laughs> I don't want to hear it. Do you know how disgusting that is? There's a difference. Like I said, there's poop on your skin, possibly, or poop in your Brandon, lungs. Brandon, jamming. you ever went to use the bathroom behind somebody who didn't shower recently and they got them like dirt marks? Oh, <laughs> ew, disgusting. That's all I'm saying. No, disgusting. I agree. I agree. It is disgusting. We all could take more caution. I just don't think most people are putting the toilet seat down, the lid down, when they flush the toilet. I don't think there's that much thought into it. The first thing you want to do is wash your hands. Get up out of there and wash your hands. First of all, public restrooms don't have lids. And second of all, to be, yeah. honest, to be honest with you, I don't think I've ever I don't I don't shut the the only time I have ever shut the lid is if I'm taking a shower and I and I'll shut the lid so I can put, you know, my towel on the lid so it's easy just to grab and go. But that's about it. Now, is there anything more disgusting than having to take a poop mid shower? No nah, okay. I gotta get you there. That's disgusting. Now I will say, I will say What's worse than that? What's worse than that is think about being outside all day in the hot weather. I remember playing in a three on three Gusmacker, three on three basketball tournament on public streets, streets, Porter John. So you're sweating. You go to the Porter John that is uh, probably around 110 degrees. If you do put tissue down like I do, it is stuck to your legs by the time you get up. When I say disgusting, the most miserable experience of life is using a Porter John in summer heat promise you and imagine what you're inhaling in there just chemically altered poop it's <laughs> so disgusting and everything else that people i don't throw even know why we those. did this this ain't nothing but pure d disgusting because we're talking about realness and i just saw this and i wanted to talk about it i wanted to know do people put the cover down when they poop because i i mean i'm gonna ask this question make it a twitter poll we can find out for sure um but yeah it's gross nothing but doggone disgusting the whole thing and Tur- don't get coronavirus this way either up in this Turdy works. Human turdy works. But that's the RVK. What do you guys do when you go to the bathroom? Do you put the lid down before you flush, ensuring the particles stay in the toilet? Or do you let them let it up and let them fly? Let us know. Get at the RVK. Well, do you not want to talk about disgusting particles? Ew. You could do that too. But let us know you listened. Tell us what you think. Big shout to Shrinkables. Shrinkables. Supporting the RVK partnership since day one. On to the next segment, the most important segment that we've done in a long time, maybe ever. This is Brandon Phoenix, a.k.a. I Also Hate Pit, joined by Jeremy J. and Fiend Phoenix. I'm in the building. And today we're talking about Vic Koenig, Koenig, Vic Koning and Kerry Martin Jr. The allegations are a big deal. For a lot of reasons, but first what I'm going to do to you is read to you what Kerry Martin had to say. In case somehow you've been under a rock and you haven't seen what he had to say. Big things, big things. I was kind of, uh, I don't want to say shocked, but you know, to, to read it, it kind of came out of nowhere. Um, and living in the day and age and the climate that we live in, I understand it. But I'm going to let you read it, let the, let, the, let the listeners hear what he actually had to say. Go ahead. Kerry Martin says... I myself have dealt with mistreatment and racism growing up in West Virginia, which for the record, the raspy voice kids have as well. We could talk about that on another time, but I feel him on that. But I never would have thought I would deal with it while at school at a school. I'm supposed to be able to call home with my own position coach, Vic Koning. 
starting back to spring ball 2019 before guys started to transfer, Coach Vic has antagonized Derek Pitts for believing, Derek Pitts for believing in something that he didn't believe. He would make remarks about the Bible and talk about religion in front of Derek, making him want to question the things he believed. Dating back in April of 2019 when coaches were out on the road recruiting, he visited my old high school and, uh, and had a conversation with my coach. I was not told anything that was said in the conversation, but my coach did tell me that my position coach had a slave master mentality based off the conversation that was had, and my old high school coach is a Caucasian man. In the month of June, three weeks after we reported back to campus for summer workouts, I had my first incident with him after a mistake I made on the field that he called me retarded for doing the wrong technique. I have family members that are actually mentally ill, and for him to say that hurt me because it wasn't an action we could hurt me because it wasn't it was an action we could fix especially in that situation because i never was taught what to do in that situation i was in i've had meetings with coach brown himself about the mistreatment that i've received from coach vick during camp of 2019 we usually had walk through practice before our actual practice to go over the things we will be doing for that day as we were finishing the walkthrough coach vick tells us everybody get in the house and upstairs to the meeting as if we were his property in our position meetings, we talk about life a lot and his rant about politics. During the 2019 season, he was talking about President Trump and how he should build the wall and keep Hispanics out the country. And there's a, there's a Hispanic in the position meeting. Also during the season, he found, he found out that I have converted my religion and pulled me into his office on multiple occasions and talked about religion. He has also given me a book about how to find Christ and has even read me scriptures out of his FCA Bible. That's Fellowship of Christian Athletes. The most recent incident with Coach Vic was in our position meeting on June 22nd, 2020. Coach Vic tells us about the conversation he had with his son about the rioting and protesting. And his exact words were, if people did not want to get tear gassed or pushed back by the police, then they shouldn't be outside protesting. I then spoke up instantly and asked what he meant by that, and he couldn't give us a straight answer. Our graduate assistant coach then steps in and says, guys, where, guys, uh, let me see. Guys, we're not doing this right now. We need to get back to football to defuse the situation from ex- escalating. The graduate assistant texts me during the meeting. You can see what he says in the next picture, justifying for him so things don't escalate. After the initial position meeting was over, Coach Vic then tells me to stay on the call and wanted to apologize and give clarity on what he said. No, Coach Vic is not a bad person, and he does mean well in many in many. Uh, in many aspects, but his heinous actions toward us overrules the good things he has done, and many of us are uncomfortable with being around him. My teammates and I have been dealing with these situations for a while, and there has also been occasions with him and another staff member. I never spoke on it to the public, and my teammates, along with myself, has wondered why he has not spoke up. Um, against racial injustice. Racial justice. I've not told anyone else that this is not my family member or involved with my family for, for because I did not want to bring negativity to the program. But with everything going on and for him to still act this way and feel okay with saying what he said is not okay. Enough is enough. And then he posts uh, screenshots from the position coach, basically trying to resolve the issue. Um. So, what do you think, Jeremy? Hearing what he said, there's a lot to think with this. There's a lot of stuff that's uh, said in here. Um, 
that that he says that that holds water if it's true um first and foremost let me just say it's a brave thing to do to speak out at any time so to be able to speak out and to to bring it to the forefront is one thing and uh, no doubt like he said he hasn't talked to anybody but his family about it so it's a big deal for him to be able to speak out um but when it comes to all this stuff for me i got a couple different feelings i feel like you know, they always talk about due process. You know, and some of the things he said were were incredible. I mean, I won't say incredible, but you know, just very poor choices by the coach that have to be investigated. That's my biggest thing. It has to be investigated. It has to be figured out what was said, what wasn't said, and how do the players feel? Is this an individual? Now, even if it is an individual, maybe there's more steps taken, but especially if it's a, if it's a collection, a group feeling towards, you know, how this man... Uh, treats them and deals with them and and relates to them and the things that he has said. Um, there's just a lot lot to this that we're going to just have to wait and see how it all plays out. Regardless of what happens, regardless of what has already happened, this is bad. This is a stain on the program, regardless of how you see it. Because either Kerry Martin is deliberately and flat out publicly lying about a man who's been in college football for decades, or this man who's been in charge of young men and molding them and helping them to grow and mature is doing things that are beyond insensitive. Amen. And, so, and, and no matter what, what way you look at it, it's a stain on the program. So no matter how you look at it, it's bad. So that's the first thing. The next thing is I see people just taking sides. Now, I will tell you that I like the tweets that Kerry Martin put out because I think it takes courage to stand up and speak what, you have, yeah, what you're saying. absolutely. Because he doesn't have any power. This coach has... Control not only over his college career but also over his professional career. And it's possibly. not that, like this kid is sitting on the bench and he just wants attention. No, this kid was a starter. He he was a rising star. Yes, he so, is a rising so, star. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, so from that standpoint, but just saying that you just liking that he had courage to stand up doesn't mean that he did it the right way or exactly the right way. It also doesn't mean that everything he said is true. We have to wait for the investigation. So people who are jumping, getting upset one way or the other are crazy. West Virginia is doing this exactly the right way. A.D. Lyons and Neil Brown are handling How this. How can you take sides when you don't know what really happened? No. This is what Martin said. I would love to just believe him. But in the day and age that we live... You got to wait to see how things play out and what right. really took place. Now, obviously, what reason? I don't believe he has a reason to lie. We just Me talked neither. about that, Me so neither. I'm not accusing him of that. But I'm also not accusing Coach Vic Koenig. Amen. And by the way, don't take this as I'm saying he's wrong or that he's lying. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is, I don't know, and neither do most of you. Exactly. So we're waiting for the investigation, and that's the right thing to do. And so far, there was a swift response by the athletic department. Neil Brown has addressed it. And to me, they've handled it exactly the way it should be handled so far. Hopefully that will continue. It is troubling to me that the high school coach and Neil Brown contradict Kerry Martin because Kerry Martin said he spoke to Neil Brown. Neil Brown said that the first time he heard about it was on Twitter. Kerry Martin said that his high school coach told him that Vic Coning has a slave master's mentality. The high school coach came out and said he never said that. That's true. Kerry Martin came out and said he has proof of everything that he's alleged. I will say this. If I'm looking into things, like like me and you do, the one thing that makes me, I'm not saying I'm leaning either way, but when I see the retweets on Twitter, 
from from teammates from teammates who have been there not only teammates brandon i saw somebody in the west virginia media i saw lots of people in the west virginia media who retweeted it yeah. For me, I'm not telling you that means that, that, that Vic Coning is wrong. I'm saying there's a lot of people showing support for this. Yes. And so we're going to have to wait to the investigation, but it's not just he, he made the claim. Kerry Martin made the claim. There are people who have something to lose and you have retweeting to remember, it. You have to remember, Kerry Martin Jr. said that he is not the only one. He said that we... There are those of us who do not feel comfortable with Vic Coning. So then that's a problem within your locker room. That's a problem within your meeting rooms. That's a problem with the program. And you know what? That just makes me think. Is he being a leader? Does, does everybody, do, do a lot of people feel like this and this he is being a leader for well, his so fellow far, t- teammates and saying, hey, you know what? I'm going to do this. I'm going to lead you I'm in, gonna in take the, the right board. way. Yeah. That's the question. So that's worth the wait. And, and matter, matter of fact, I just listened on a, a podcast earlier and uh, one thing they said, it was... Uh, Jackson, oh man, I forget his first name. All the Smoke podcast, give that yeah. shout out. And he's talking to Steve Nash, and he told, told he talked about what Steve Nash told him that he always remembered. He said, in their rookie year, Steve Nash told him, it's not about keeping it real. It's about keeping it right. Do it the right way. Yeah. Well, that's that brings me to my next point. Let's take the worst case scenario and say that what say that Kerry Mart what Kerry Martin Jr. is saying is true. Okay, we're doing this hypothetically. If what Kerry Martin alleged is true, hypothetically, I F capital. Go ahead. The problem is this: there are people who've been asking me what I feel about what's happened, and they'll say, "Well, I don't see what the big deal is about this," or "I don't see what the big deal is about that." About individual pieces of what Kerry Martin Jr. said, and I agree. There's nothing that happened. There's nothing he alleges to me that rises to fireable by itself. But when you put the whole picture together, we have a problem. Here's the problem I have. Vic Coning, if this is the case, again, hypothetically, let's say this is true. He is now bringing politics, race, and religion into a public institution where he is in a position of power over subservience. That is not acceptable. That is what they call abuse of power. You cannot find out that one of your players is converting to Islam and try to convert them back to Christianity. You cannot do that as a coach at a public institution in the United States of America. You can't do that. Calling somebody retarded, I, there are people who are probably upset that I'm even saying that. Mentally handicapped, yeah. But, res, but, but calling people... Yeah, yeah, are, you're, call, quote, you're quoting I'm what he quoting said. quoting what he said. It's not acceptable. You cannot do that. And I'm not speaking holier than now. I grew up calling people that. I've said that plenty of times in my life. Do I make it a practice now? No. I'm I'm now enlightened and aware of the pain that that word causes, so I don't use it. Um, But that said, that's the kind of thing that you have to learn when you're a coach. You don't have the option to not know, and you can't say he's old school, he's from a different generation. Yeah, no, scratch all that old school stuff. Scratch all that. You're getting paid way too much money to be responsible and in charge of people. For 20-year-olds who are not old school, Okay. That's part of it. That's part of it. If it's true, that's part of it. So the other thing I was going to say, so politics, race, religion, you cannot bring those things in. Um, the R word cannot be used. But the other thing I was going to say is, um, worst case scenario, Vic Coning digs his heels in and doesn't bud. There are people who are trying to say, that I saw 
somebody say that yeah, look, Vic look, Koenig's on on. But if he said it and he digs digs his heels in, it doesn't matter if everybody if he they go to those players, those players say he said it, he did this, he made me feel this way. It doesn't matter how much he digs his heels in. No, if he digs his heels in, he needs fired. Yeah. Okay. You dig your heels in, you need fired. Vant or you take Coach Gundy. He had the OAN shirt on. Chuba Hubbard speaks out. They were not talking about just the shirt, but the shirt was symptomatic of other issues that are going on in the program. And and Gundy addressed it. Yeah, he addressed it and he backed down. Um, and Chuba Hubbard, of course, made his mea culpa. But, but nonetheless, that's the world we live can, in now. Can, can I say this real quick? And you know, this has been on my mind for a while. People always want to talk about how everybody's so soft these days. But wait, let me finish this point. All right, go ahead. If he doesn't dig his heels in and he's willing to say, I didn't realize the problems I was causing. I didn't realize those things need to change. I'm ready and willing to change those things. I personally am okay with him staying. Because Kerry Martin said he's a a good man. Exactly. He said he's a good man. And Kerry Martin Jr. also said that during this pandemic, Coach Vic has gone out of his way to make sure he's fed. From Morgantown to Charleston, which is not a short drive. It's not an easy drive. It's actually a terrible drive. The worst, actually. It's a horrible drive. It's the worst drive. (laughs) So so if Coach Vic says that, to me, it shows in his heart he's a good person. There's just learning that needs to take place, but it has to take place. Now, can I I get to everybody saying... you, we live in an environment too where people you've heard it a million times I've heard people are so soft these days people yeah. don't understand yeah. and when I say uh, on the multitude of different causes that people are so soft part of the reason why they're so soft is because for so long things have been allowed to go in a certain way that now in order to make a change you have to be completely drastic and what I mean is this if a play now how many times how many times have you people watched the movie I was going to say you Brandon but I'm talking to everybody a plane is going down in the movies. Nose first. How hard does that pilot have to grab that steering wheel and yank back and shake to even make the plane level out again? Exactly. He, they have to go overboard to make sure that plane just comes back up to even. And that's where we are. For so many years, there's been so many things allowed and things been overlooked and things been allowed to happen that now when change needs to be made, it has to be drastic or you don't get it. I'll give you an example. There's this woman I was talking to. She she was talking about back in 1987, how her boss came to her house late in the morning or early in the morning, 2 a.m. in the morning, and wanted to have relations with her. She turned him down. Did you just say relations? I was trying to think the best way to put it. I could. Relations. <laughs> relations. <laughs> yeah. um, she turned him down, and within the next two days, she was fired. She exhausted every way she could it, with attorneys and whatnot. She didn't get her job back. All she did was lose money on her attorneys. And, and, and that's the history. Because, you know, people were allowed to get away with it then. So now when you see this buck of the system to say this is not right, it takes a lot to even change the culture back up to normal. I think... So, 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 I mean, I mean, even look at the NFL. Concussion protocol. Oh, everybody today is so soft. They're soft because they're looking at the players from the 60s and 70s who have multiple, multiple concussion uh, uh, lawsuits, but also people who have died from, uh, what's it called? Uh, CTE. CTE. They've seen that. So now they're trying to change that and they're trying to protect themselves from what was allowed to reign without, with impunity for so long. I say my bigger statement on that, because I hear what you're saying. You're right. My bigger statement on that is everybody wants to talk about political, politically correct. What's politically correct? Guess what? Everybody likes political correctness. 
as long as it matches your politics. Everybody loves sure. to, oh, the, sure. everybody loves people to be politically correct if they match your politics. It's when people don't match your politics that you have a problem with political correctness. Because guess who wasn't politically correct? Martin Luther King. Now he's extremely popular now, but people hated him when he was there, when he was there, when he was alive, when he was doing what he was doing. So when I talk about political correctness, people only like it when it matches their politics. I'll give you the example. If Vic Koning was a was a Muslim, and he was trying to convince players to leave Christianity and become Muslim with the Quran, how would you feel? How would people feel? Yeah. And they would say immediately, this is not appropriate, this is not the place for that, it's not the right. We don't, we don't want religion in our sports. We don't want religion in our sports. <laughs> we don't want right? politics in our sports. When, so, and so that's what you have to look at this as. Not as something not such a big deal or benign because it doesn't bother you, but how would you feel if the tables were turned and it was the other way around? The third thing I'll say, because I went down two different points. One, waiting for the investigation. Two, worst case scenario. But three... This is the world we live in now, guys. Everybody's like, these players have a boss, and these players, uh, guess what? No. The field has been evened. The field has been leveled because of social media. They now have a voice that they didn't have. Jeremy and I can't just go interview players whenever we want. We have to get permission from the athletic department. Specifically, we have to get permission from from the athletic department the football division to interview players. Shout out Mike Montoya. (laughs) Montero. Montero, my bad. Montero. These players don't have to wait to be interviewed. They don't have to wait to get approval to be interviewed. They can get on Twitter. They can get on TikTok. They can get on Snapchat. They can get on Instagram. They can get on Facebook. They can make any point they want to make. That's not going away. It's not changing. It won't change. So you just got So you just got to get with it. That's the way you got to just you got to change your mentality and understand this is not 1982. It's not Don Nealon and Barry Switzer coaching anymore. You got to be Lincoln Riley. You got to be Nick Saban. Even Dabo Sweeney's run into trouble because of not understanding this is a new world that we're in. And and it's not going away and it hey, should go away. The underdogs on top. And I'm going to shine home until my heart stop. Go ahead. So if you love West Virginia, what you really love is West Virginia winning. And if you want West Virginia to win, what you want is coaches who adapt to what these new players are instead of complaining about what these new players are not. Preach. And that's where we are right now. You want recruits to come in? You better make it clear that you're sensitive to how they feel about things. You better be sensitive to their politics. You better be sensitive to their um, belief systems. This is not your Bob Knight College. It's not. And you can look at those people who stuck to those traditions, who stuck to what they were taught, and see what happened. Now, I'm not telling you that I agree with everything that Kerry Martin Jr. said or that I disagree with everything that Vic Coning said. Amen. That's not what I'm saying to Amen. you. Amen. What I'm saying to you is you have to understand your climate. You have to read the room. And when you read the room, you have to understand what you have to do, do to be successful in this new world and to navigate this new society that we live in. And if you don't like it, I don't know what to tell you because that's the way things are and they're not going back. Amen. So, get at us. Let us know your feelings, your thoughts, how you feel about this, how you feel about Gary Martin, how you feel about the whole discussion going on. Get at us, RBK.
Sports Social Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchases, full work, limited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.